will say that I have shed innocent blood. What's blood for, if not for shedding? She just goes a little mad sometimes. You want to know what happens to an eyeball when it gets punctured? Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. If you hang up on me, you'll die just like your mother. Hi, and welcome to Snake Bite Horrorcast. I'm your host, Mike Goddard, and we have a brand new film, and a slightly old-fashioned but kind of modern-day film to do this week, and as always, I'm joined in this horror journey with my co-hosts, Noel Whitlock, Hello, ha. and Marcus Wallace. Yeah, yeah. Hello, boys. How are we doing today? It's late here in the UK of uh, 10 o'clock at night. How are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alive. <laughs> uh, you forgot to introduce the. Um... So here, here's some here's some uh, here's some uh, behind the scenes stuff for you listeners. This is all Marcus's fault. So... My fault. Oh no. Normally we start at nine. To be fair, I'm this tired at nine normally. Yeah, sorry yeah. guys. But at least you're a bit. Work. Well, both of us are a bit more. <laughs> I have very strict bedtime of half six every day. Wow. <laughs> That's you, have a, you have your blankie, you have your little stuffed toy. <laughs> That's a joke. I, I'll probably be wide it's awake after Pikachu, this. But... And then I probably won't sleep till about half two. Probably. We'll all wake up halfway through. That's how it normally mm-hmm. works. I have some uh, have some kind of movie news Ooh. in a way. But it also harks back to something we haven't talked about for a long time, guys. So, Marcus, I hear that uh, Chris Evans is sending you cock pictures. Well... I uh, I don't want to brag too much, but let's just say it's not just America's ass. It's America's cock. <laughs> so yes, apparently Wait, uh, Chris Evans has his cock online by accident. There you go. <laughs> well, how, do, how do you manage that? You don't Actually, that's probably it. quite easy to do. Well, how, how do you huh? manage? Apparently, it was uh, <laughs> it was during an Instagram um, live thing, and apparently he didn't shut it off in time, <laughs> so then it showed up. Apparently, all his uh, phone pictures. Ah. So yeah, apparently. There you go, Marcus. There you go. Now his cock is all over. (laughs) Can we just point out? Someone had to sit there, and they saw a split second moment where they could screenshot, (laughs) and they took it. Well, you got to spend a Wednesday night doing something, don't you, Marcus? (laughs) Can I just say the reflexes though on that? Do it for the content, Marcus. Do it for the content. Yeah, I mean, do you lot want uh, a copy? Not that I would have one, of course, but. I'm actually okay. I was the one he was sending them to. Yeah. I heard you said no quite a few times, didn't you? Yeah, he still does it. <laughs> he's like, can you stop sending them? And he's like, no. <laughs> Sends them anyway. It's fucking annoying. No, I'm Captain America. <laughs> I'm the Captain now. <laughs> so, get over the to- topic of penis. We had this last week. There's too much penis in this podcast. It's you who brings the penis up all the time. I fit quite a bit. You're the culprit. Well, we know. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> too much dicking about, boys. <laughs> keep it, keep it, keep it classy. Keep it classy. So our first film this week is uh, my choices this week, but my first choice of being a seventies and eighties inspired horror film. Directed in the 2000s by a director who I bloody love. The film that I really enjoyed, this is about the fourth time I've seen this one now. It's a House of the Dead. By the way, so a quick kind I'm of. I'm slightly annoyed yeah. that you said modern day because I was going to ask Marcus what year he thought this film was. 2009. Oh, we still would do. Yeah. Damn it, it was 2009. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, look, he's the, he's the fact man. He knows. 2009 was when it was made. It was actually released in 2010. Yeah, I just read that as well. Because I was like, oh, I bet I'll need to know that. Oh, I looked this up yesterday when I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not quite as grainy enough. They gave it a good try, but it wasn't quite grainy enough to be an 80s film. Or mm, 70s. A bit more 70s kind of inspired, yeah. but... Mm. So yes, House of the Devil. Quick synopsis. Get this kind of beating out there. Um... Young girl at a university or college, whatever you want to call it over in America, um, looking for money to buy an apartment. It basically takes on a job as a babysitter for a strange, strange man. 
This man isn't actually much got a child. It's actually apparent, apparently his wife's mother who needs looking after. He's self-sufficient. She doesn't need to look after, but it's just to keep his wife at, at ease. So they fuck off and they do their thing and she's left in this house a little bit nosy and wants to look around, starts hearing noises. You know what you know it's like when you're in a strange house. You well, kind of explore. You find out that's actually all based around a cult, and that she is the right candidate for this cult. And they're basically looking to put a demon inside of her and bring a demon forth because it is it's all on the night of a eclipse of the moon. Lunar eclipse. So it's supposed to be like best time to do it. Like kind of, a lunar eclipse. That's the and yeah, that's basically basically it. It's actually yeah, it goes from a, a kind of a you think it's going to be a bit of a haunted house movie to kind of a cult movie, um, and yeah, I'm going to go to, Mar- I'm going to, go to Marcus first this time around. Hi. Anything you want to add to that, Marcus, or uh, yeah, let us know your yeah, thoughts. I do want to add to that. First of all, three hundred dollars for a, a house that fucking big for a month. Holy no, shit! It's just a room. Was it? Yeah. Oh, fucking rip off! Honestly, how do you pay that much in in that building? Well, that's changed my tune massively. Never mind, scratch that one. Second of all, four hundred fucking dollars for one night. Holy shit! That should have been a red flag on its own, to be honest. The the man was literally like two hundred, and then joking, he was like, "Fuck it, why not three hundred? And she was just like, "Want to uh, want to throw an extra hundred in there, buddy?" Well, she kind of made him kind of make it four hundred. He's like, okay, here's 300 Make it 400 Yeah, true. Still, $400 for a night is a lot. And I just feel bad for her friend. Although, can I just say, uh, I know Niall said about the um, the film really trying for the grainy look. Like, It probably didn't help that I tried watching this on a 4K TV as well. But, uh, I think they did a pretty <laughs> good job. I did actually have to look up when it was released because of that. So I thought that part was done quite well. And the effects as well. Like, when the... Um, the blonde girl gets shot. Her yeah. entire head actually caves in, she, which you don't tend to see. It's like a watermelon. Oh, that was a, that that was a lovely image. Yeah, you don't see that often in films. They're usually just like, uh, look, there's a little bullet hole. It's like, no, your entire face would cave in from that angle. Yeah, I wasn't quite expecting that. <laughs> like, by head. <laughs> I think in both the films we're doing tonight, there's a couple of scenes you just don't expect coming. Yeah. It's, yeah. You kind of thought, oh, they'd maybe just like knock her out. But no, 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 her skull's gone now. Yeah, no, it's a good film. I think the characters were a nice mix to it as well. Although I'm very confused about the pizza. Did she just get put off and not eat it, or did it actually taste rank? It tasted rank in the other yeah, pizzeria as well. Maybe he works in the pizzeria. That would make sense. And then he just like makes the pizzas taste shit. I don't know. Pisses on them or something? Maybe. Or doesn't wash his hands. I bet that's what he's doing. You would or think people would just stop going there. Awesome. Yeah, pizza's pizza, really, isn't it? Although, can you, can we just point out as well, pizza costs her eight bucks. She's sitting there eating it, chewing it on it, and it's like, mm, that's a weird yeah. taste of semen on here. See, <laughs> you brought it up again. It's you. Every time, it's you. <laughs> penis is a semen. <laughs> right, that pizza cost her eight bucks. She gave the man a hundred, like a hundred buck note, and was like, keep the change, and shut the door. Yeah. I didn't actually notice that at the time. So I ain't paying for it, you pay. Yeah, the the old tall guy gave her four 100 notes and she just chucked 100 at the guy. I was like, keep the change, slammed it. Yeah, fair play. I would. No, he left some money on the on the fridge for for pizza. Oh, did he? Oh. Yeah. Uh, classic Marcus. Wow, so she got given 400 and pizza money. Where can I get these babysitting jobs? Yeah, you might get sacrificed. That's right. Don't have a womb, do I? They'd be there painting blood, and I'd be giggling because it tickles, and they're like, "Why is it not working?" I feel like I'm not a woman, bitch. True. <laughs> so why am I giving birth out of my anus? <laughs> That's just when my. You'll give birth eventually. God, could you imagine a a devil version of me being born? I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to. Best, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out and is exact copy. Wait, what? What's changed? <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> This right, we're going way off track. Oh, you're more of a serial killer than before. <laughs> <laughs> this one's not colourblind. It works. Oh, wow. <laughs> How did you know? This one can only see green. <laughs> it is green. I still Look don't at him. really understand how you know you're colourblind. Because uh, I tried 
colouring in things and I got shouted at because it was wrong and I was like, I don't understand what I've done wrong. I reckon you're just dim. <laughs> I... <laughs> you know, you're nice, aren't you? That may sound mean, but like I've known you for a while <laughs> now. It is. And I think I've come to that conclusion. <laughs> no. I've, I've one thing to say to that, Niall. <laughs> yeah? Ouch. Oh, sorry. Just saying. <laughs> Can we get an F in the chat? <laughs> right, anyway, uh, going back to the film, Mark. Yeah, I thought it was a... I thought it was a fucking great film. And, yeah, that's pretty much all I had to add to it, other than the fact that... Why is it that that family is all so tall? Tall? Tall. You know, like, height. I suppose tall people tend to give birth to tall people, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. He's going to rip her apart, that that baby. Yeah. With his tallness. I feel like I haven't really said (laughs) anything that makes sense on this film. No, you go. (laughs) What do you want to say on it? Um, Yeah. Um, I was going to say something. I've completely gone blank now. Oh, try again. That one's not acceptable. That's what half past ten at night does to you. <laughs> yeah. Can Why we did just say like half one? Because for... he was confused that she was the babysitter, so they were trying to get her to the house, right? And then he mm. was worried that the blonde woman was stuck in the in the cemetery on the way to the house, even mm. though her. Oh no, she drove in. But why didn't they just like? kidnap her and sacrifice her without going out like pretending they were going out see what I mean like the old man was like oh we must all leave the house now to make it more hard for us to all get back in why didn't why didn't they just overpower her there and then that's a good point and they waited for her to pass out from the shock stupid that bit was stupid Maybe it's just not very good at doing sacrifices, are they? And also, I'm not scared of guns anymore. Why? That blonde girl (laughs) probably comes back at the end. She was probably in hospital as well. Because the main character blows her brains out and she's (laughs) fine. She's just got a bandage around her head. Apparently, though, if you do shoot a certain part of your brain, you can survive. But she's probably in a (laughs) fucking comatose state (laughs) for her life now. She is probably in a vegetable state. Yeah, she'd probably be comatose but then then give birth to her. Sound like Shaun of the Dead, then. Doesn't he say that? Oh no, he says the opposite, doesn't he? In Hot Fuzz. Is there a place in a man's brain where if you shoot it, it will explode? <laughs> it's not the opposite of that. <laughs> and her friend found that out. Yeah, yes. He got that bit. <laughs> yeah. someone, someone should show Danny that and then he'd be like, oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you but, seen any action shots? Yeah, no, what's, what's your overall thoughts on that? Yeah, it's alright. I don't really... They put a lot of effort into making it look like a 70s film, but we weren't fooled because everybody here checked the date afterwards, which I don't normally do if it looks like a proper old film. Have you ever checked the date of a film before, Wait, Marcus? I mean, think it was, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Damn. <laughs> which one? There <laughs> um, are so many, you know, just uh, <laughs> so, so long ago. Yeah, all these dates and that. Cool. I don't really think go he over, did. over the head, you know. My point is, we noticed something was up. It looked yeah, too the good. size of the Coke. Mm. You know the Coke cups? They were fucking huge. You don't get that now. Yeah, but they're in America. Oh yeah, true. Everything's super sized. Yeah. Sure oh yeah, the people the weren't super sized. There you go. There weren't that many people in here, and yeah, they weren't fat, were they? Maybe no, it's they, Canada. They... No. But again, it's a typical 70s movie trope, isn't it? It's all skinny girls and cults. <laughs> yeah, standard already, isn't it? 70s. What about you, Mark? What do you think of it? I like this one. Um, I'm, I quite like the 70s and 80s horror films anyway. It reminds me of a lot of uh, uh, Black Christmas. The actress looks very similar to kind of the actresses in that one there. But it's... The, kind of feel the general kind of direction of it perfect perfect for me it's very 80s very kind of like Halloween 
late seventies going into eighties, kind of like that kind of cusp of the I mean, kind of movies. And I like Thai West movies anyway, so for me, it's, it's a perfect film. I like this one. Um, it has plot holes, but yeah, you know, I've seen this about four times now. So, four times. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Why? I don't think this is going to be a binnable for him. It's not going to be an unbinnable. <laughs> well, it might be. It's a great Find film, out. though. I, again, look, I am a very big fan of his work, and I think what he's done with this and his aim of trying to make it look like an old-fashioned kind of seventies film is, you know, he did the well, job. I think we know who you're sending. It's very slow. To. But oh uh, yeah, he's a. I like this style. I like this era. So to me, it's perfectly good. I'm. I've got no, no qualms. I've got nothing really to add. I like the, how violent it is. I like the kind of when he shoots the friend in the head. I like how kind of just blunt it is. But, yeah. How would you? I'm sorry, guys. I'm very tired. Sorry, how would you not feel? <laughs> My words aren't coming out. Sorry. How would you not feel if you were driving through a graveyard, stopped to have a cigarette, you open up your window, and a fucking hand shoots through with a lighter? Like, how, how would you not react? Probably piss myself. Yeah. Maybe that's where he gets the pizza juice from. Yeah, she seems very. Um, <laughs> she seems too calm. Like she had a lot of men put their hand put their hands through her window. She's a bit naive with that woman, isn't she? <laughs> she, she took yeah. all the other flyers. You didn't have to be nowhere. <laughs> She's oh, a bit what are you naive. doing? <laughs> then it kind of takes about five minutes for her to go. Where did you come from? Was you just hiding out there? Smack, bang. Dead. Yeah, I often hide in graveyards. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. I used to hide in graveyards until the police called me. Yeah, that's not really a joke, is it, Mark? It's just a tragic fact. It's <laughs> <laughs> just spitting out facts now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, to answer your question of what films he's done, <laughs> he's done The Sacrament, which is fucking amazing. Um, again, a film about cults. Are they all about cults? Uh, he's done... Sorry, are they all about cults? About cults, yeah. yeah. That one's about cults. No, the other one is um, he did a couple of short films for uh, the VHS series, which was uh, Second Honeymoon. He did some ABC, he did a film in the ABCs of Death. Uh, he did Innkeepers, which is actually quite a good little film. I don't mind Innkeepers, a spooky one. Um, he did a lot of kind of single episode TV, did a bit of Wayward Pines, Exorcist TV show. Uh, the Scream TV show, so he's uh, you know done a fair bit of direction. So yeah, good for he. This is gonna be a struggle. This episode is. Mm. <laughs> it's a film. You know what? Why don't we say what's a bit that you lot didn't like about the film? What really made you sit there and think, you know what? This really puts shit in my cornflakes right now. There's a lot of faffing. I know you I like to say that yeah, a, lot, a lot, of but like. A lot of the scenes consisted at the beginning consisted of her walking to a place, doing a boring thing, and then walking to another place to do another boring thing. It's like yeah, lay on it's the just steps. a bit paddy. <laughs> like, I get why mm. she was crying on the. You could have knocked this down to about an hour. I don't think it was too long. It doesn't have to be as long yeah, as it was. Yeah, it was just it was boring at the start. I don't know why you couldn't have just met her mm. at the stairs. I don't know why. Oh, something else came up, and I had to do some other stuff, and blah 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 blah. I don't know why I had to do that shit. I think it's to imply someone else was there and they murdered them. But yeah, just I didn't need that in the film. No, I agree with that. Very fair. It's long, and the scenes that are long feel long. If you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like we've we've watched films before with longer kind of drawn out scenes, which don't feel as bad. But this one kind of it took a long time to get to the final kind of bit. It was boring for a, like about half kind of, the film, I would say. I'm not gonna say boring. It's more kind of just building, trying to trying to build suspense. But yeah, I'm gonna say boring. For me, it's more for me, it's more nostalgic. I think watching it for the second time, uh, the fourth time, this time round. It didn't excite me as much as the first few times I watched it. But I was younger when I watched it. I was kind of into that kind of stuff. But now... Yeah, yeah it is very long. 
It did take me a few seasons to watch it. Four of them, precisely. <laughs> so you watched it four times. Yeah, not in the same day. I've watched it. Right, I don't know, you might have. No. Yeah. Just every train journey. Stick this on. That would be weird. It was it, it was pretty much every single time I went on the train, it's like half an hour here, half an hour there. Because <laughs> that's the only time I had to watch it. <laughs> and at work, of course. That's what I get for trying to record five different podcasts. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, put them on yourself, really, didn't you? <laughs> put that in your poem. Oh, oh I like it. He's stealing his, he's stealing his line. Mm, he may be stealing my lines. Should we yeah, ask the question? Please. Should we ask the question? Should we ask the Before question? We ask the question. Yeah. The content of the other film comes from much, much Before better. we ask the question, I have yep. a question about the film. Where the fuck did the mother go at the end? Because she just disappeared. She died. She got stabbed. Oh, you mean the the witchy demon thingy? Yeah, the uh, the Quasimodo, but female yeah. version. Yeah, she just disappeared. Yeah, she got scratched in the face and was like, oh, fuck. And that was it. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Like, she gone. Yeah, I watched this with my partner. She was saying yeah. that uh, she reckons that might have been the devil or uh, a devil's like demon or something itself. That's why the clue's kind of, of in the title with that one. The house of the devil. Yeah, but then mm. at the same time, the old man described himself as messengers, so they could have just been well, cultish freaks. I reckon she was just a deformed witch. I reckon she was just fuck ugly. <laughs> what do you reckon she's hiding her face for? So that <laughs> she's ugly, isn't she? That's another hot fuzz quote. Cause he's fuck yeah. ugly. What fugly? So he told you. <laughs> nah, do you know what I reckon? Um, U G L Y. I reckon she she ain't got no alibi. Oh, she God, ugly. Not that. I reckon she was hiding because of her uh, long oh, long fingers. You know how we spoke about the grand piano. What was how we described? Was it crafty? Crafty fingers, there you go. She, she, oh, crafty fingers. She had very crafty fingers. I'm going to impregnate you with my crafty fingers. There you go. Can't the devil is inside do you that. Crafty <laughs> it's not what fingers are for. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you mean they're not for that? That's not how it works. But it does for me. There you go. Hey, look. It could, it could be like pen- uh, Edward Penis Hands. But, you know. The fuck is Edward there, Penis is that Hands? Is this a character yeah, we had a quiz in your porn's booth? We had a quiz. <laughs> Remember this for the next next time we did a quiz. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Edward Pornhouse was one of the questions, was it? No, it can't have been. No, Ed- Edward Penishands. No, it wasn't no. one of the answers. Fortunately, <laughs> Marcus, keep it up in it. Yeah, no, I said I'd uh, I'd keep it. Uh, I can't say myself watching it much again, but it, it was a good film, and I think they really did pull off the uh, the whole like old fashioned look really well. The fact that they managed to get the setting right and the type of people as well, that was a key thing for me. Mm. Cool. Right. Uh, no. I did really like the sort of retro feel and style of it, and I think they did that really well with the acting. However, mm. I think that's the only thing it really did well, and I'm going to bin it. So, adios, amigos. That's fair enough. That is fair enough. <laughs> and I will keep it. But it's not an unbinnable. It's 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 a keep. I liked how they filmed it. It's yeah. But like 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 you were saying, no, it's not much else to it. I like the end and I like the, the style of it. But it took too long to get to the end. But you know, it kept kept me on. We watched work. We watched way worse. Yeah. Uh, and we kept <coughs> way worse. It's very <laughs> vanilla. This film, I would say. We've kept way worse. Not hmm? much flavour to it. There's not much to say, and that's the thing. That's where we've all kind of struggled to say much about it. It's just mm. it's a long way of getting to one bit scene. I love the way that she yeah, so I'll keep walks it, but... through the campus to go back to her room to grab her bag, and then that's a really vital scene <laughs> again. That was the best bit. Again, it's drawn out. It is. There's a lot of drawn out scenes. It is very drawn out. They could have knocked this down to an hour, and it would be absolutely much much better. Just just go to the babysitting job, and then you're good. Mm. And you're golden, but yeah. But what can you do? Right, the second film. Now, we were supposed to do audition. I'm sure Nile very much appreciates that we didn't do it this time. Oh, I thought we were about to talk about what Nile has seen this week. 
because oh fuck, he's, we haven't done that he's yet. seen some good stuff no, this week. What have you seen this week? <laughs> no, as always. Oh, I've seen this week. Mark. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. No. I've seen quite a lot. No, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Marcus. Hey, oh, hey, 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 hey. Oh, I no, see. No, no, well, for a start. No, 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 Marcus, 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 Marcus. Marcus. No. <laughs> I, this would make Marcus proud because what I have been watching this week is a manga. A manga? What manga is Do you mean an anime? Because manga is the book. Well, it's an anime of the manga. Okay. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, so that might be correct. Uh, Attack on Titan? That's a manga, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, no, the ma- manga is basically the storybook, and uh, the anime is the uh, animation adaption of it. Usually they slightly differ, but basically the same. Actually, let, let, let me. Uh... Let me jump in here with the actual thing. Manga is actually named the actual uh, company who makes makes certain okay. ones. Manga is the actually the. Do they company. make Attack on Titan? Or the comic company? I believe they do. There you go. Oh, we got a we got some hardcore weebs in the podcast. Manga does, manga <laughs> is a, it's a production company who did like Akira and that kind of thing. They didn't do the comic books mm-hmm. of Akira, but they did the movies of Akira. Yeah, so I've been watching that. I quite like that. Okay. It's very <laughs> sort of. Uh, Apparently, it's really good. I've, yeah, I've it's a good. good it's very sort of. I imagine Marcus loves it because each episode has a little moral speech at the end. Oh, I don't watch Attack on Titan, but Why? I do watch many others that are very similar. Ah. I just haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's time. on Netflix at the moment, so get upon Ooh. it. Right, second thing I've watched, I went to see at the cinema. Oh. Tenant. Is it any No. <laughs> Let's review it. <laughs> it's by far the worst thing that Chris Nolan has ever made. It's so up its own arse and wanky that I I kind of hated it. It's really... The action scenes are really good. Like, it could be the best heist film ever made. But it's mm. not. It's just... They made it... Comp- well... He made it Nolan. It's like me just starting to talk Latin and then go, oh, don't you understand Latin? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I just want to watch a film. I don't want to fucking have to work out which timeline a load of boring people are in. Because all the characters are... Well, some of the characters are really good and some of the characters are really fucking boring. And, uh, yeah, it's just... I, I didn't like it very much at all. <laughs> Oh, I've been holding that in all week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it, he does it sometimes with his films. He can be a bit pretentious. That's a direct. It's just the pinnacle of that. What else have you been watching? Who, me? And what else is on your list? Yeah, what else? Um, I haven't really been watching anything else. Um, oh, I watched Zodiac Killer. I don't know if I told you that last week or the week before. In what Zodiac with um, Gillian Horton, yeah, and uh, Mark Ruffalo and ah. Iron Man, what's his name, Robert Downey Jr. That's a good film, I enjoyed hmm. that a lot. I haven't seen it in years, but I remember it being, yeah, very cool. that's that's really good. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that better than Tenant, so yeah, <laughs> and there you go, that's what Niall watched this week. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, um... Marcus, what have you been watching this week? Oh, I've been watching some few things, Mr. Mark. I have watched uh, a film called uh, Underworld Rise of the Lycrin, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. You've seen it? The, the werewolf yeah, one, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Although they basically decided, hmm, who can we get as the main character for a wolf? Right, you know that guy who plays Aragorn? Yeah, no, uh, we can't afford him, so we get the low-budget version of him instead. <laughs> Who's he? I don't know. <laughs> Barry Barry Corn. Ba- Barry Mortonson, that's his name. Barry Mortonson, yeah. <laughs> Barry from East <laughs> That's very low budget. Fucking hell. <laughs> right, it's a 50 quid man. Just do it. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Right, just, just roar at this gate and start flailing. That's all we need. <laughs> Has it still got Kate Beckinsale in it? I don't know names. I just thought it was a cool film. <laughs> no, I think that's. Um... That's a that's the this is a prequel. Of yeah, it is a pre- uh, prequel. Yeah, before she gets into it, I think it's more bits about the like like and all that kind of thing. 
I don't see the point if she's not in it. Fucking <laughs> prequels. Thank God. Anything else, Mark? Um, I watched uh, all of the Lord of the Rings uh, Blu-ray extended edition. Good. Fuck it, how much time have you got? Oh no, this is like what I used to do at the weekends while just doing other shit. Right, that's three and a half hours each film. Yeah, so that's I did quite it all in I do I did, like uh, the extended cuts though. They are pretty good. I made the it's mistake like, of buying the normal ones. I sat in the cinema shit. and watched all three of those extended editions. In the cinema? Back to back. Yeah, Prince Charles Cinema in London does all six movies. All the Hobbits and all of those. So you start with the Hobbit movies and then you go straight into the extended cuts of the uh, Lord of the Rings. Although... It's like a 24-hour marathon. Talking about Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, they've just released the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings on Kindle Store for £3 a book. It's been oh, ages. Wow. They haven't done that till now. That's not bad. Actually. So I'm months, currently reading The Hobbit. I've got The Hobbit next to watch out of my box set. Is it? I've seen them all anyway. But, you know, I don't really like The Hobbit films. From what I have seen. Mm. I like them for the humour. They are very much more based towards kids. Mm. I like The Hobbit movies. I think they're not too bad. Yeah. I know there's nothing to do with the books, but as a film, and I've not read the books, so... Um, it's a film I quite enjoy it. I know, I, mean, I know most people hate it though. It's got Martin Freeman in it. Like, you can't go wrong, really. I do like Martin Freeman. He's good in Hitchhiker's mm. Guide to the Galaxy. He is good. Yeah? That's a good film. He's very good. Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. Bilbo Swaggins, as some call him. Yeah, I As you. he uh, plays in Ali G. Oh, you are. <laughs> yeah, that's basically <laughs> what I've watched. Uh, part of, On part the... of that sleeping. While we're in the subject of books. Or in the subject of books, I need to put in my shameless plug of uh, of our new sponsor. We have a new sponsor. We actually have a sponsor, guys. Um, so we've got to let's just chuck in a live advertisement right here. So, our new supporter of all three podcasts is the amazing Abominable Book Club over on CrateJoy. Uh, they do a monthly subscription box. Every month with a brand new book, a second-hand book, some snacks and that kind of thing. If you go for the uh, for the full set. Um, and being a fan of the Snake Bite and to kind of celebrate the release of my new podcast, Bloody Good Reads, you can get 10% off your first subscription box. So uh, just use the code Bloody Good Reads over there. Get 10% off your first box. Give it a try. Give the guys a, a, a try. Um, follow them over on Twitter at Bonnable at Abominable Book Club on Twitter. Um, and yeah, uh, why not take the, the opportunity to take 10% off? Um, it's not just snacks either. Some great books. You look, look at what they've done previously. It's not just snacks. Huh? I saw a picture. they got hot chocolates and all sorts of shit in that box. Yeah, do it. They do. do, it. They why do. Not? Magazines, hot chocolates, snacks, everything. Um, it is basically a haunted bookshop right to your door. It's it's a, it's a it's a great little thing to do. So go ahead and check them out and proudly sponsor us. And yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's a really bad live live read, but still, let's go with that one. But yes, you can go to them. It is abominablebooks at uh, cratejoy.com. Uh, you can go over to our Twitter and Instagram page and get all the details over there yeah, as well. You'll never you'll never need to so go to go. Tesco again. Supermarkets hate them. Get it now. Yeah, done. They do yeah. hate books. They do hate books. Supermarkets hate books and they hate you. So be a <laughs> rebel and hate on them too. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants Jamie Oliver's new book. Who the you fuck is that. Jamie Oliver? You don't want it. Oh yeah, isn't he the chicken, a chicken nugget like uh, monster? <laughs> Classic Marcus. He's the nugget man. He took the nuggets away. <laughs> He's the nugget man. He's taking away my nugget. <coughs> Took milk off school lunches. Don't take away my nugget. No, he didn't do that. Oh, <laughs> that was well, Margaret he may Thatcher. As well. No. <laughs> right. I often get Margaret Thatcher and <laughs> Jamie Oliver mixed up. Must be the hairdo. I can't believe Jamie Oliver did that to all those miners. What a prick. They're all out of <laughs> work now. <laughs> what do you mean he uh, took away all the video nasties? The prick. All right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next film, guys. Um, <laughs> Jake Oliver, what a cunt. <laughs> hey. 
Sit that in your fucking poem. Right. <clears throat> Psst. Wakey, wakey. <laughs> a ghost? No, I'm not a ghost. I'm a podcast advert here to tell you about At Your Peril. Uh-huh. At Your Peril is an anthology series of brand new original horror stories. Deliciously dark and frighteningly funny. Marvelously macabre and gloriously ghoulish. It is not suitable for children, those with a nervous disposition, or wimps. Search at your peril wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, um, thank you. I, I will. <laughs> Good lad. Now go to sleep. <sighs> Next film. Uh, it's a huge thank you to the... Uh, <laughs> huge thank you to the guys for uh, sending this over to us. Um... It is two names because apparently we're English and we're fucking thick. So it is apartment one br over in the UK or one br over in America. Um, wow! So guys, when you went into this, before I go and do the blurb, what was you expecting? I wasn't expecting anything because I was expecting a haunted. I was expecting more of a haunted house, spooky kind of you know ghost one. Yeah. It wasn't that. For the greater uh, good. Yeah, it was, it was like that one. Yeah. I was going to say, it reminded us, I don't think you two watched that one, but there was a, um, the Soho Film Festival ones that we watched online. Mm. That village one mm. where they could murder people. Mm. It reminded me of that. Okay. But less funny. <laughs> 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 oh, this wasn't funny. No, <laughs> no. So, quick blur. <laughs> so, girl looking to get an apartment, like the last movie, um, finds an apartment to let in a guarded community. So, it's a nice community. Everybody's happy and friendly. And she thinks, oh, this is a lovely place. And she's picked by the, I say, what landlord? In a way, he's kind of the landlord, um, cult leader guy. Uh, so he picks her as the person sitting in the apartment because you know you, you, you fit in perfectly fine here. Through the night, you she starts hearing noises. She can't sleep. It's like um, pipes going through the walls, and she's like, well, "What the fuck's going on here? I, know, I can't sleep." Um, so she starts meeting the neighbours as well. Um, you've got the old lady Edie. She starts to get like a, like a close, like a like a grandmother granddaughter kind of relationship with her. Um, meets a guy with a few doors up. He uh, is basically, <laughs> you think he's going to love interest in this one. But no, this one ends up being basically a cult. So the whole, the whole kind of apartment block, the community, is a 30 year, year long kind of experiment, really, in cult. So she is taking. Well, for, before we get to that bit, she's uh, her cat gets put in an oven. Yeah, just throw that in there. Just throw that one out there. <laughs> um, basically, she gets threatened. Uh, you know, like cats in, in the apartment. She's not supposed to have the cat in there, but she takes it anyway. Um, and she basically gets attacked, tied up to a chair, which is the guy you think is going to be the love interest, and you find out this whole place is basically a reprogramming. Uh, scheme really so they lock her in a room uh, they make her stand in a, in a certain position for hours upon end in a way to kind of break her spirit and break her down um, gets pre- pretty fucked up when they nail her hands to the fucking wall yeah at least there wasn't a rape scene though so that, that I wasn't good. expecting yeah did, did you kind of I expect was, that as well <laughs> I thought that was coming and then it I was waiting for that bit I was like oh and I sat there thinking oh this is going to be perfection all over yeah. again isn't it <laughs> so yeah I'm glad there was no kind of yeah <laughs> so yeah so so nail her hands to the wall and they break her down bit by bit by bit but there's always, always going to be a little bit of kind of resistance in there um, and it gets to kind of the end part of that she starts she's basically she's part of the community now she's joining in she's uh, coupled up with this weird looking guy with no eye yes, and no ear now um, 
You look like the lead singer of uh, Lincoln Park. <laughs> really bad. A little bit. I am so Wasn't his name Lester? Um, n- no. I'll find out. Marcus, fact check mm-hmm. me. <laughs> Marcus, find out who the lead singer of Lincoln Park is and fact check me. Um, yep, says Lester. While, while, I, while I finish my, uh, my long kind of drawn out plot. Chester. So yes, basically, uh, she's... <laughs> Chester, ah, Chester, like Lester. Um, she's paired up with Lester, who has lost his wife to cancer. It's like, oh, you can be his new wife. There you go. That's your role in life in, in here. Um, her friend gets picked to be the next person to go into the into the room to take over from Edie, and that's basically where she starts to kind of get her mind back a bit more. Um, tries to help her friend escape. There's some more gunshots to the head, like the other movie. Um, and yeah, she escapes, but it takes Lester's life to get that done. Uh, and you find out basically all the, all the kind of apartment blocks around her are also part of this community project. I think I haven't, I haven't done that one justice. No, no, I'm going to go to you first. <laughs> what do you think of this movie? Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be shit, to be honest. It looks like it's all sort of filmed on an iPhone at the beginning. And then when they started bringing mm. the characters in, I did start to like it a bit more. I did wonder where it was going with all the like weird sounds and stuff on her first night. Mm. I knew that cat was going to die, so I had sort mm. of come to peace with it. And uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, they yeah. just put it in the oven and cooked it for a bit. Lovely bit of squirrel. A bit of hot pussy, rather. Right yeah. The thing is, I don't get why... I. <laughs> The film's a bit pointless, really, because all they wanted to do, like, in their own communities, was Mm. be nice to each other, which they Mm. could have done without nailing each other's hands to the wall. I'm just throwing (laughs) that out there. Most most people managed to do that without (laughs) having to do that. I mean, they were all quite friendly with each other anyway. Like, they were all having that barbecue at the beginning, and they were all (laughs) fine. If anything, they freaked her out more by nailing her hands to the wall. I would say. <laughs> I really don't want to be partners with this community anymore now. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, she would have been happy there before. I think it's, it is obviously over the years that is the process they've gone through, and that's what they. I suppose in a way, they the only way of life that they know with that. Yeah, but thirty I years of don't really know why it came to that in the first place. But I don't know. Well, at least she didn't kick off like Lester did and lose a fucking yeah, eye. <laughs> weird, wasn't it? But and mate I did love the here. twist. So in the control room when she's like, who's watching that camera? And he was like, don't mention the camera. And then it turns out that they're all big. Like Big Brother has <laughs> another big brother that's actually watching them. And then at the end when she escapes, it mm. turns out it's the, whole, it's the whole suburb that's actually under this control. So, uh... I think the moral of the story is don't buy an apartment because you'll die. If your neighbours are happy, don't yep. live there because it's going to be a cult. Or if they're unhappy, just nail their hands to the wall till they are happy. <laughs> that works for them. <laughs> you happy now? No, well, put your hands up. Oh, you happy now? <laughs> put your hands up. Put your hands down. Oh, you can't because to the wall. <laughs> Marcus, your thoughts. I really liked this film. I thought it was going to be so fucking shit when I first flicked it on. I was like, oh. Typical girl, ran away from home. Oh, tragic love story. Dad's a prick. Cool. Anyway, you're in an apartment. Right, cool. You're going to live your life. Oh, creepy sounds. Oh, there's going to be a ghost. <laughs> nope. How about a cultish uh, neighborhood who want to nail your hands to the wall, um, make your entire life turn upside down, uh, brainwash you to the point where everything starts to make sense. The sounds in the wall, I thought, were linked to her medication because they made it obvious that she ran out of these so-called pills and then the sounds started getting worse and worse. And I thought, shit, what does she suffer from? But that got completely thrown out and it turns out it was obviously them making the sounds. So they they really tried to throw you off with a lot of stuff so you couldn't guess it to begin with, which I really liked. Uh, It was really well planned. And like at the beginning, when she saw those uh, marks on the wall where they put your hands, I was convinced that it was like a oh there's probably been a Kyle that's lived there and just punched through the drywall or something and they just tried to cover it up in a really tacky way. Yeah. 
and then it's like nope they do have meaning um but yeah it, it's just everything peaks together in the end and the twist at the end uh of finding out that all of the houses around her were actually involved as well i thought it was a little bit like cheesy but it was also like a holy shit it does make sense and again like now said that links back to the camera Although I would have, I would have thought it'd been a much uh, more uh, cliche ending and a bit more of a funny one for me, if she'd managed to get away, go to the police and that, and she was in the office or whatever uh, talking. They're like, "Oh, and so where did you see these people?" Like really getting into detail with it. She thought she was safe, and then when the guard t- turns his head to talk to someone, she sees that same branding mark on uh, behind his ear, and it ends there. <gasps> clever. Yeah. Oh, that's quite a clever idea. Definitely. Yeah, because it's like she's trapped. Marcus, you can be director. There you go. See, I described this scenario to uh, my partner, and she just literally looked at me and went, no, that's still a shit ending. And I was like, wow, all right, thanks. Wow. (laughs) Nah, I think she was kidding. (laughs) That's a shit ending. It's over. (laughs) Nah, she liked the film as well, to be fair. Which, uh, for her to say, is pretty rare. So, yeah, it's a good thing. (laughs) I fucking love this film. I was so... First half, like like you guys said, the first half is a bit boring, um, but it's layers. They layer it, and then the next layer kind of overlaps the next layer, so you, you don't really stop. It's you know you think, oh, it's gonna be a ghost one. Okay, fair enough. And he's like, ooh, the cat's been killed. Ooh, who's kidnapping her? Ooh, oh, oh, hands against the wall. Oh, they're gonna do that to her. Oh, they didn't do that to her. Okay, cool. Well, now they're gonna do this to her. It's I love the layers of it. It works so well and she wasn't annoying <laughs> which is always good and that helps um, I think the whole cast were good I think there wasn't really anybody in the cast I hated um, I love the bit with Lester kind of helps her escape I like that for his character I think his character very misunderstood throughout the whole film um, he just wanted to kind of you know get on with it he, he didn't really want to have her as his wife it's kind of like you know we it's what we have to do i don't think he wanted to be part of the cult in the first place anyway i think any of them did uh, his wife kind of just told him to <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> i think the others love it i think this, the, the others are too far into it but he it's the subtle bits of him trying to help her i got this funny thing inside the book that he was trying to give her at the start it was a warning mm. to leave i reckon that was as well that's my that's what i'm kind of Kind of theorizing because yeah. when she looked when she's in the classroom she's cutting up the vegetables and the uh, the main guy's wife turns around and she's about to go and take the knife and stab her and he's kind of looking at her and goes no I wouldn't don't do that mm. throughout the whole film you think he's a creepy he's a creepy fucker but he, you know subtly trying to help her throughout and then the end bit when he takes his own life at the end it's you know fuck <laughs> you know he did it to help her that's the only reason she escaped because of him and what a genius way of locking them all into one place just dropping out the uh, the door fob no one else had a fucking door fob true how are you gonna get out do you know what I think a huge influence mm. on this film was mm. um, you're mm. a fan of Fallout I it am. massively just reminds me of the vaults and then, it, yeah, like, each yeah, vault in the game has got its own sort of agenda. And then you've got Vault Tech that's, like, the mm. all-overseer. And they all report to that. It just felt mm. like that. Like, fall out the movie that's without the fallout. Yeah, that's an interesting way of putting it. Mm. That's what I thought. But would you guys like to see a follow-up or leave it there? I don't know how they could follow it up. You would would you be intrigued to see basically if she tries to find out who this other person is? Then they kind of lay the seeds of them. Well, in a sequel, she's either going to end up back in a house again or she's just going to be running away from them. Yeah. So unless they do something different to that, I mean, I probably wouldn't want to see a sequel if either of the two things happened. If they did it differently than that, then yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think this would be quite difficult to make a sequel that's good. I mean, what are they going to do? Brainwash her again? Unless she's... Because she's still being brainwashed, maybe. 
Uh, no, she starts to wonder why she ran away in the first place. When she goes back to see her dad and she gets to, gets rejected. She just goes to tell her dad. She knows she goes back Fuck there. you. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Or he's disappeared and they, they've or taken maybe. him or something. You don't know who, how, how high the power is. You'd be interested to find out who it was, but I think that's yeah. the in it. But, I think yeah. you're right. Mm. Any more to add, guys? The Lester's best boy. I do like Lester. He's a good character. I feel kind of bad for him because I hate the friend. Oh, the, like the, the friend. The friend was fucking annoying. But although her only character trait was like, I ain't gonna put up with anybody's shit. And that was Get it. Get shot. I, oh yeah, I do have to say though, I really liked her death. Not because we didn't like her character, <laughs> yeah, but it was just that you were. Uh, this character was brought through for a lot of the film, and you're like, oh, this character is clearly one of the main ones. Yeah. And literally, right at the end, you think, oh, they've gone through all this effort. She's about to get out with her. They're going to escape to get boom, just dead. Like, there's not even a question about it. There's not even <laughs> time to look at her body or anything. It's just that's it. It reminds like, me of that in the death moment. in uh, a... Final Fantasy. No. Yeah, Final Destination. Sorry, not Final Fantasy. You know the one with the bus. <laughs> what definitely no one? Yeah, it just reminded yeah. me of that. Oh right, the end of the yeah. first one. When you think she's fine and then she gets yeah, hit when by she gets the bus. Hit by the bus. <laughs> right, I'm yeah. safe. <laughs> yeah. uh. It's just that like glimmer of hope. It's basically what the whole cult's about. It's they shower. It's, it's literally emotional abuse. They shower you with love to make you feel like that's what the good part is, just for you mm. to get shat on. If anything was to slightly go the other way, so then you feel like you have to act a certain way because that's the only way you're going to get love. You know. Mm. Well, really, what they're also trying to do is fill the roles of people who've already died as well, which is creepy. Actually, the whole film's a whole social commentary about how we're all prisoners to the society. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Especially during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I did not oh. see any social distancing between them. No. Why social distancing? They're, they're in their own personal, you know, community bubble. Actually, knowing yeah. people at the together. moment, Lester's fucking eye patch was probably his face mask that he was wearing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people wear it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen yeah. some shockers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I look around your shop. No, you're not wearing a mask. I am now. You've just Stop taken your sock me. off and now you've wrapped it around your face. <laughs> yeah. I'll step right in. But it's still a mask. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Well, I thought I'd seen one of the papers today. It's uh, Instead of a face mask, a guy took a snake on the bus. A snake? Yeah, I saw that. At a, at a face mask. What? <laughs> So, oh, here's my face mask. It's a, it's a real life snake. Okay. wrapped around him. In his defence, like you can mm. cough through a mask, but you can't cough through mm-hmm. a snake. So, actually, <laughs> we should probably all be wearing snakes. Why is the man <laughs> falling and, and over? To be fair, why is he dead? It doesn't have to be a mask. It's just got to be a face exactly. covering. Do you know what we could alternatively do? Just get rid of mouths. Just get rid of mouse. Mouths, yeah, like you know, just mouths. sew them up or. Duct I can't tape say mouths. 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 But I need my mouths for eating and talking. Yeah, chatting shit. <laughs> hey! Yeah, that's exactly what I need it for. There you go. <laughs> yeah, here's an idea, everyone. Uh, <coughs> do the polite thing. If you're about to sneeze or cough, do it into a tissue. If you have to do it in your hands, wash your fucking hands. Oh, you're going to talk to someone? Don't spit at them. Oh, you're, you're, you're spitting? Just don't. Oh, you've gone outside? Just go back indoors. If I need to cough, I do it into the face of whoever's nearest to me. That's the way to do it, isn't it? <laughs> yep, that way they don't come near you ever again. It's like people wearing masks and they like lift them up when they need to cough because oh they don't God. want to cough into their mask. Today, <laughs> I haven't seen a single mask over anybody's nose. They just put it over their mouths. It's the most <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. But the nose takes it in more than I the know. mouth. Uh, I found the worst one for <sighs> me is they'll have it over just their mouth and then you, like, you see someone go to speak to them so they'll take the mask off to speak and oh, then yeah. they'll put it back over their mouth <laughs> after. <laughs> oh, they're funny, aren't they? 
So the annoying thing about our, our place is we've got three different posters in our window right on the door that says, you have to have a face mask. And still have people come in and go, do I have to wear a face mask? I thought it was over. Well, yeah. No, sir, come in, look around my shop, lick everything if you really want. Yeah, it's not like COVID. Uh, is... Let me lick you. Yeah, did you not know? <laughs> God, you know, you'd like that too much. Did you know COVID, uh, ah. like the R rating and like death rates and the case rates and all that, we're at the same level now as we were when we got pushed into lockdown because of how high it was? Well, not the death rate. I think the infection rate mm. is. People don't yeah, seem to be dying rate. of it anymore. No, there's about, there was about 27 deaths a day. No, there according wasn't. To the there's app been nine used. this week. This is what, sorry? It's been and nine yet this people week. are still not wearing masks and people still aren't doing that. Yeah, but nine out of millions of us. I mean, oh, yeah, I can guarantee more people got run over today. <laughs> and he'll do it personally. We should ban cars, that's what we should do. <laughs> Get the electric e-scooters out. Everyone needs oh, They're a killer. <laughs> or just those... Uh, killer in the electric bill. What are the granny mobiles that people use? Uh, the, uh, mo- yeah, mobile e-scooters. Mark just said that's the one. So, guys, <laughs> Niall, keep it up. Oh, uh, what film? One on the <laughs> BR. One BR. Um, I am going to keep it, actually. I I don't think it was oh, too God. bad. It was a good try. Um, I don't think I'm going to be watching it again, though. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think it deserves a bin, so I'm going to keep it. Uh, Marcus? Yeah, um, it was alright. Yeah, I'll give it a keep. More do you need? Another film. Wow, that was brief. Fucking hell. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, um, yeah, we'll keep it. I really enjoyed it. Um, the actors were pretty much all pretty good all the way, all the way through. Um, I liked the story. I wasn't expecting it. I Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's one of those ones where it just kind of took me by surprise and it's like, wow, bloody hell. Fuck. That's quite good. Bloody one. hell fuck. So yeah. Bloody hell fuck. Hellraiser? Is that what someone And that said? is this week. <laughs> Hellraiser nice. next film? And Hellraiser in space? Hellraiser in no, space? Hellraiser freeze next. Hellraiser freeze next. That's not in space. Oh, oh we're not watching it then. <laughs> no, I only want to watch it if it's in space. Yeah, he likes all the room that's there. So more fish hooks can come in, basically. Oh, yeah, they're my best bit. Don't you love it when the fish hook just just gets under the flesh so then it can pull and it acts like an actual fish hook? I really like that bit. Or the bit, actually, where they take a skin suit off and literally wear someone else's skin. That's pretty good. I think Christopher Nolan should do a horror film. I think... He kind of did Batman. Yeah, Batman is dark, but I wouldn't say it was a horror film. The new one looks like yeah, one. Yeah, fuck that. Do you know who I think would be good in a horror film? Justin Fletcher. The new trailer looks good, man. What did you say, Marcus? Just... Justin Fletcher. He'd be good in a horror film. Who's that? Oh, Mark knows. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say he's Mr. in charge Tumble. of something very special. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. How are you? I'm going to kill your mum. I say hello. <sighs> Fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Mr. Tumble, Niall. Mr. Oh, Tumble. That's sake, who he Marcus. Is. He's been dead years. Let it be. <laughs> Hang on a minute. What? <laughs> <laughs> See, I was making a proper uh, I was making proper chat there, and you got some ruins it with Mr. Tumble. Yeah. Oh. Can't believe you've done this. I made a podcast. Um, I made a podcast watch uh, Tilly Tubby's In the Night Garden and Moon and Me. I am an evil bastard. Was this for you or for them? They they went to a selection of, uh, of of TV shows, and I went, well, here's three of the worst TV shows in Britain we have over here in the UK. Give them a go. And unfortunately, they got some backlash. They got backlash? Because <laughs> they hated it. Yeah, they, they hated it. And then a couple of people went, oh, you're being negative. Wow. So I had to kind of go, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know this shit. <laughs> they probably Don't think worry, that's the all that we watch pod. over here. We'll, we'll, we'll just blame Chloe. They hmm? probably think that's all we watch over here now. But that is what people kids watch now. I mean, kids not to be funny, but <laughs> that's what if, they watch. 
if there's backlash from them saying they don't like it, people are just being a bunch of wet lettuces, really, aren't they? Talking of wet lettuces, have you Ooh. seen the mm. Mandalorian 2 trailer that came out today? I have not. It is bloody brilliant. I don't know why I said wet lettuce. I just wanted <laughs> I to talk about say. Mandalorian. But yeah, it looks well good. So yeah, get on that. Oh, I had to catch it. Yeah, I still watch season oh, one. I haven't seen what she's season one. Season one's amazing. I oh, know we haven't got Disney Plus at the moment. It's fucking brilliant. Um, it's out in October as well, the new one. So I don't even have to wait that long. Mm. Oh. Do you know? No, that actually reminds me of a thing. Do you know? It'd be really good to do while I'm watching those films. What? To uh, eat the snacks out of my uh, new uh, box that I can get for ten percent off, Mark. And uh, you're going to tell me exactly where I can get this? Yes. <laughs> Well, I really want to Abominable watch Abominable Birds. Oh, there you go. <laughs> At Crate Joy. Wow. <laughs> so Head over to, to our Twitter on our Instagram page coffee. and find out. <laughs> Yay. Oh, I could do it with a coffee right now. Oh, I get it now. Get a book as well. Yeah. Don't spill the coffee in the book. You get two books. You get two books. There you go. You get two books. You get, a, you, get a, you get a brand new book, you get a second-hand book, and you get a magazine as well. How often? Um, Free for the price either... of 10% off. There you go. It's 10% off. 10% off there, and it's, they're using the code Bloody Good Reads. Uh, actually, one more shout out I want to say actually, because um, uh, over at Plenty Good Reads, I am working on my own on that one, and I've been doing a lot more of the kind of um, artwork for both the podcasts. Could never get an actual logo properly done, but the amazing Tim Weaver over on Instagram has done a fucking good job of the new podcast logo for uh, Plenty Good Reads. So yeah, it's pretty good. I promised him I'd give him a, I promised him I'd give him a shout out on here. It's a uh, Tim Weaver design. Tim Weaver design over on Instagram. He's following me over there. Um, so go just have a look at my my follower list. You'll be able to find him on there. He's actually also done the artwork for um, Snake Bite Horror Reviewer uh, Russ's new podcast um, as well. Not just for kids. So he's done the logo for that as well. He's got some amazing fucking work over there. So do go and give him a check out. Um, yeah, to give, go and see his work. Want the logos done? He will happily do it for a good price. Um, so, yeah, go and check out um, Tim Weaver Design. He has helped us out a lot for that, for that design. So, um, yeah, I promise I'll give him a shout out. So, there is your shout out, sir. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's such an amazing fucking logo. Where's our logo? Um, Where's yeah? our logo? I like our logo. I'm keeping our I logo. I don't like there. our logo now. I want another one. Well,. Tough shit. I'm keeping that logo. Conflict, conflict, fight. Get a dog fight over it. (laughs) I don't have the money to do a third, second logo. Um. Anyway, Marcus, what's our films next week? (laughs) He's not gonna know. (laughs) Films for next week. As a matter of fact, I do know. I would like to just quickly confirm the uh, the sites that we are going to use for these films, though. Shudder, you can use because you two are paying for it as well. (laughs) Okay. So you you would like to use Shudder? Uh, then let me just, you know, while I um you know remember the films, uh, tell me, yeah. is there any films that you two have really wanted to see that you you haven't been able to yet? Apparently, there's a brand new film called Spiral coming out by the time we did the next podcast. That might be a good one. To Actually, watch no, podcast. I want to request one. Um, it's Shudder. that uh one with, it's on Shudder. Let me just find it. Yeah, is that guy from? Um, Zombieland. Which one? The Pilgrim. main one. No, different guy. Oh. Oh, um, oh, I know which one you mean. The, the one we were going to do before we couldn't get on the link. Marcus confused me then because he um, said Scott Pilgrim, but they're two different people. I know. Uh, not Imperium. Not Imperium. Uh, Vivarium. Yes, that's the one I want to watch. You know, it's actually funny that you both said that because they were exactly the films that I had already picked. <laughs> Good. No. What? Surprise, La Llorona? And... <laughs> no, surprise, surprise, they're not. I actually do have a film that I'd like to watch. And uh, yeah, it's a, a new exclusive featured on Shudder. Uh, the Wind. Mm. Oh. Okay. Oh, this one. You're going to love, Mark. The Curse yeah. of Frankenstein. Have we already watched yeah. that? We haven't. Maybe what, a classic one? Yeah, in this classic 1950s Hammer Horror based on Mary Shelley's Shelley's Frankenstein. Okay. Okay, you're going for a Hammer Horror. Okay, that surprised me. We've never done that. an oldie timer. It's got, has that got Christopher Lee in it? They uh, normally do. Got Peter Cushing in it. Is it? Mm. Yeah. This is proper classic. Well, nicely pinned, Marcus. Has it actually got Christopher yeah. Lee in it, though? No. No, not this one. Oh. 
So we've got a really new one and a uh, 70-year-old one. <laughs> nice. Oh, so, so our next week, next choice is going to be The Wind, which is a Shadow exclusive, and uh, Curse of Frankenstein. Cool, these. That's our picks for next week. So well done, well done for choosing them, Mark. It's two good films in there. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I've been your host, Mike Goddard. Uh, you can catch me over on the social medias at SnakeBiteHorror on Twitter, uh, SnakeBiteHorror over on Instagram. Uh, you can check out reviews over on SnakeBiteHorror.co.uk. Uh, you can catch me every week on the Bloody Good Reads podcast. We've had some amazing guests up to episode 7 being recorded tomorrow. At the time of this recording, anyway. Um, we've had David Moody on there. We've had Joseph DeLacy. We've had Catherine Cavendish. just uh, been one of our recent episodes. And we're just about to post up the Tim... Oh, we've just done the Tim LeBon episode. And uh, John Everson is on my next episode to be released, which I'm just editing now. Some really amazing guys. Do go and give us a check out on there. If you love, do love horror fiction, uh, even books in general, uh, it's basically a rip-off of Desert Island Discs. I won't lie. It's a rip-off of Desert Island Discs. Just instead of CDs, you got books. So hopefully you guys can go and check that one out. As always, I have been joined by my co-host. So that's uh, goodbye from me and goodbye from now. Bye. And goodbye from Marcus. Toodles. Oh, I can't wait to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs>